With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. are back at a home in Cary where a body was found under a burning trash pile. What we know about the investigation that already had officers busy for more than 12 hours yesterday. And we have a freeze warning in effect for the entire viewing area this morning. We'll likely see it again tomorrow. We'll talk about how cold it'll feel as you step out the door. Breaking developments overnight in the effort to prevent a global banking crisis. We'll bring you up to speed as thousands of Credit Suisse jobs right here in the Triangle are in jeopardy this morning. Credit Suisse, of course, has a major presence in RTP. We are watching this story very closely for you. Good morning, everyone. It is 4.30. Welcome to your Monday. And look who is back. <laughs> it is great to be back. Yeah. I am uh, fantastically Hope you had a good time off. recharged. Uh, spring break mm -hmm. without the kids. I highly recommend it. Oh, if you, yeah, you know, yeah. If you get to that stage Get a jump life. on that, yeah, before <laughs> exactly. the kids invade. <laughs> and then I come back in Elizabeth Gardner over in the WRS Severe Weather Center near freezing here. Yeah, you know. Sorry about that. <laughs> We've seen a bunch of that in the last week or so. But we're about to see the end of it. Tomorrow morning is still going to be chilly. And then after that, it's going to start to feel like spring. Today is officially the first day of spring. But it is 33 degrees as we take a live look at Zebulon. Our wind is still coming lightly out of the north. So a little bit of a wind chill. It feels like 30 in Durham and Raleigh. Remember, the wind chill is on the right and the actual temperature is on the left. So it feels like 32 in Rocky Mount, 26 in South Hill. It is 28 in Roxborough. It's 30 in Southern Pines. Not much of a wind out. Out there, but it is making it feel slightly colder than it really is. Temperatures in the upper 20s to low 30s all the way up until 11 o'clock. Then we'll climb above freezing. We see temperatures climbing into the mid-50s this afternoon. It's a touch warmer than yesterday, but we'll start to see leaps and bounds with our warm-ups starting tomorrow. Thanks, Elizabeth. Back to the breaking news out of Cary. Police are back at a home this morning where human remains were found in a trash fire. A man shot himself on that same property, and officers have already spent more than 12 hours there. WRO's Nia Harden is in Cary with what we know so far about this investigation. Nia. Yeah, right now I'm going to step out of the way to show you what we're taking a look at right now. As you said, Cary police are on the scene. They have been here since uh, yesterday, actually, just continuing to monitor this house. And what you're looking at right now is where this all happened. The man police found shot is still in the hospital this morning, and we're being told that he is in critical condition. Here's what we know so far. Cary Fire responded to a small trash fire on Dorset Drive. The house was being renovated, and the homeowner was putting out trash related to that work. Well, after putting out the fire, the department found human remains and debris in the trash. Cary police were called to the scene. When they arrived, they found a man, the owner, in an RV on the property. He had been shot. A woman was also found on the property. Police say she was not hurt. Sound from Broadcastify Radio Traffic describes the chaos in real time. We came out here for an outside fire. There's a burn pile, tons of cardboard. It looks like there's a body in the pile. We've lost the homeowner. He's going back on the camper. 
don't know what's going on. We got PD exercise. Copy. If you haven't done already, you might want to back up to a safe spot. And we are still working to get a lot of questions answered. For example, we're trying to find out if police uh, have a suspect in custody, uh, what we know more about this uh, owner, and also if we know the ID of the remains. We'll continue to keep you updated as we get information. Nia Harden, WREL News in Cary. There will be extra security at Fayetteville Technical Community College today after someone made a social media threat towards someone at the school. There will be more police on campus and limited access to buildings. The school says it is working with local officers and the SBI on an investigation into the threat. We'll continue to follow this story as it develops on air and online at WRL.com. We're tracking breaking developments in that fight to stem a global banking crisis. After 11 last night, the Federal Reserve announced it would join other central banks around the world to boost the flow of U.S. dollars with the goal of making sure you and businesses can access money. It came hours after authorities in Switzerland approved the emergency takeover of Credit Suisse by another Swiss bank, UBS. The aim is to prevent another bank collapse, but it could have a big impact here in the triangle. Several news outlets are reporting Raleigh-based First Citizens Bank is considering a possible offer for Silicon Valley Bank. The lender is reportedly one of several potential buyers in the auction process for the failed bank. Sources tell Fox Business that First Citizens took part in the FDIC's sales process earlier for Silicon Valley Bank, submitting a very low bid that was rejected. A concern over banks comes as the Federal Reserve prepares to decide whether to hike interest rates yet again. The Fed is meeting tomorrow to discuss whether a rate increase will stop inflation. Some experts think they'll hold off on one for the first time in more than a year in order to prevent more financial turmoil. A decision is expected Wednesday. This morning, we could learn what's next for Nash County's Department of Social Services as the fallout grows after a child was beaten to death. The county's Board of Commissioners is holding a special meeting at 9 a.m. The meeting comes days after a state report shows a social services worker who handled 8-year-old Crystal Lane's case was fired. The report found not just a lack of oversight leading up to her death, but poor oversight in nearly half of the investigations handled by Nash DSS. Lane was beaten to death at her home on February 7th. Her grandmother, Patricia Ricks, is facing charges. The state has given Nash DSS 30 days to start fixing these problems. Developing news in the grand jury investigation examining alleged hush money payments made by former President Donald Trump to adult film star Stormy Daniels. The Manhattan grand jury is expected to hear testimony today from lawyer Robert Costello. He reportedly will offer evidence that contradicts what Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, said about the alleged payments. Costello previously represented Cohen and says Trump's legal team requested that he testify. Meantime, Cohen says he also will show up at the district attorney's office on Tuesday as a rebuttal witness. During a GOP conference on Sunday, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said he does not condone President Donald Trump's calls for Americans to protest his potential indictment. He also went on to say Trump was educating people about what was going on, but not talking in a harmful way. When someone says that they can protest, he would probably be referring to my tweet, educate people about what's going on. He's not talking in a harmful way, and nobody should. Nobody should harm one another. In this 
McCarthy defended the former president, dismissing the district attorney's investigation as politically motivated and saying he is uninterested in cracking down on rising crime in New York City. We are hearing from one of the two Americans who survived a violent kidnapping in Mexico. Eric Williams was one of four Americans taken hostage near, near the Texas border earlier this month. The kidnappers are suspected members of a drug cartel. Two of the hostages were killed. Williams was shot in the leg and has undergone several surgeries. I'd like to thank everybody for the prayers and the donations for my speedy recovery. Uh, I just want you to know I'm very thankful and happy that people out there do care. And Williams says he'd like to thank everybody for the prayers and the donations for his speedy recovery. Williams lives in Winston-Salem. Mexican authorities have charged six people in connection with the kidnappings. We're working to learn what sparked a huge fire at a Wake County home. Take a look at this. Flames tore through a two-story brick house on Panther Hill Lane, south of Garner, Sunday afternoon. Investigators believe the fire started in the garage, which appeared to sustain the most damage. Firefighters tell us people were home at the time, but they got out. No one was hurt. Alec Murdoch was, uh, is not out of the clear, despite being found guilty of murdering his wife and son. Coming up, what we know about other ongoing investigations surrounding the family. The town of Apex is doing something it says it has never done before. Up next, why a new push could help small businesses in town and how you can help. I'll stick a live look outside in Apex this morning. Good morning to you. It's a chilly start. First day of spring cold, I would say. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner will tell us when temperatures will creep back up towards the 80s. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 442 on a cold morning. We have a freeze warning in effect. It's a live look at Chapel Hill. Skies are mostly clear right now, and temperatures are in the 20s and 30s. 28 in Lewisburg, 30 in Tarboro, 34 Fayetteville and Irwin. It's 35 in Rocky Mound and in Goldsboro. So chilly out there for us this morning as you're heading out to walk the dog. Temperatures are going to be in the 20s and 30s. We don't climb out of the 30s until around 11 o'clock. It was a chilly day yesterday. We're going to see sunshine again today, and it's uh, still going to be on the cool side. Mid-50s today is the first day of spring with temperatures well below normal. But we're about to see a reversal of that starting tomorrow. We're going to see a much warmer day and our temperatures continue to build through the end of the week and into the weekend. And happening right now in the WREL Live Center, Chinese President Xi Jinping is in Russia this morning to meet with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Uh, this is his first visit to Moscow in four years. And ahead of the visit, the Chinese leader is calling it a journey of peace, saying he hopes to play a constructive role in promoting peace talks over the war in Ukraine. But not everyone believes this. Not everyone is on board. Some have raised concerns that China may be considering providing Russia with lethal military assistance. That denied by Beijing. President Biden has said that he will be speaking with President Xi soon, but the White House says no calls have yet been scheduled. The murder conviction of former South Carolina Alec Mur attorney Alec Murdoch has renewed interest now in some other deaths in that area originally thought to be accidental. Family and friends of Stephen Smith are paying for an independent autopsy. Smith was openly gay and had been a high school classmate of Murdoch's older son, Buster. Stephen's body was found in 2015 near the Murdoch family's Moselle hunting estate where Buster's mother, Maggie, and brother Paul were fatally shot six years later. 
In, before police were informed the Smiths about the body's identity, Alec Murdoch's older brother, Randy, and attorney himself, reportedly contacted the family to offer his help looking into Stephen's death. The police reopened the investigation following the deaths of Maggie and Paul. There's been the long uh, rumored involvement somehow of a Murdoch, whether it's him or somebody else in the family that has knowledge, at least, of the death of Stephen Smith. Attorney Eric Bland represents the family of Gloria Satterfield, a housekeeper who died in 2018 after what was described as a trip and fall accident at the Murdoch family home. Alec Murdoch admittedly pocketed insurance settlement money intended for Satterfield's family. South Carolina authorities have reopened an investigation into her death as well. Police in Dallas are looking for a person who shot into a crowd during a vigil for a murder victim. Police say there were several shootings in the same location in just a little more than 24 hours. Four people were shot during the vigil outside a convenience store Saturday night. Police say people in the crowd fired back at the shooter. This happened after one person died and another was hurt in separate shootings the night before. Tonight, the town of Holly Springs wants the public's input into the kind of things they want to see in the new downtown village district. The town is updating the plan for growth, development and redevelopment of that district. One of the ideas for the area will expand Mims Park to Main Street and neighboring areas. Chris Hills is the development services director for the town of Holly Springs. He says the population has grown from less than 1,000 residents in 1990 to almost 50,000 now. Hill says that growth is driving this downtown plan. But that growth uh, really fosters uh, folks wanting to come downtown and really be a part of the community. So we want it to be more walkable. We want to be able to ride bikes. We want to improve transportation networks and things of that nature that really make it feel like a cohesive uh, area where people love to, to come and, and visit our, our core of downtown. The meeting is tonight, 5.30 to 7, at the Holly Springs Cultural Center on West Valentine Street. A final open house meeting is planned for late summer or early fall. We are learning more about a man killed in a deadly crash in Clayton. Yuri Vaknia recently moved to the U.S. with his wife and daughter to escape the war in Ukraine. He quickly took a job in transporting vehicles. On Monday, an impaired driver crashed into Vaknia as he delivered his last vehicle of the day along U.S. 70 business. Since his death, friends have started a GoFundMe to help support Vaknia's widow and daughter. Super hard worker, you know, ambitious, and he was going to grow. Um, you know, he was going to make a life for himself and for his family. But like I said, you know, his uh, journey got cut short. Well, the goal is to make his family as comfortable as possible. Police have charged and arrested Sedina Nedier with felony death by motor vehicle. He's believed to have been impaired. This is his third DWI charge in the course of a year. President Biden talked with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to voice concern over the planned overhaul of the country's judicial system. Two leaders spoke by phone on Sunday. The White House says Biden, quote, underscored his belief that democratic values have always been and must remain a hallmark of the U.S.-Israel relationship and that democratic societies are strengthened by genuine checks and balances. The president also offered support for efforts to come to a compromise. The conversation comes as hundreds of thousands of Israelis have taken to the streets to protest the plan.
A driver is facing DWI charges after a car crash in Raleigh. The WRL breaking news tracker was there on the scene on Durley Road. This happened around 7 last night. The car veered off the road, crashed through a fence into someone's backyard. Police say the driver is in custody. No one was hurt. Today is the start of the very first restaurant week for the town of Apex. Small business manager for the town says it'll be a good boost for the local economy. She says people aren't willing to spend as much as they used to to wine and dine. In small business, primarily what you're spending money on is not like, let's say, need items. They're kind of want items. So um, having an event like this that still allows you to, to maybe more easily access those kinds of things. We have a full list of participating restaurants and their deals at WRL.com. It is 448 and a freezing start to our work week and also the first day of spring, Elizabeth. Sure doesn't feel like it. You know, you kind of think of the first of March as being cold and then, you know, gradual warm up through the month. But boy, this March has been cold. It started actually a little bit on the warmer side and then we've just turned cold. But we do have a nice warm up in our forecast this week. And looking beyond that, it looks like well, spring may be hanging around for a while. This is a live look at downtown Zebulon with their beautiful town hall. 33 degrees is our current temperature. We're going to hold it in the 20s and 30s all the way until around 11 o'clock. So it'll be close to lunchtime before we make it out of the 30s, but we'll have one more day of the cold temperatures to begin with, and then after that, a nice warm up. We take a look at our freeze warning. It does cover the entire viewing area, um, and I know this has been a rough couple of weeks for farmers. There have been so many days when we've had freezing temperatures that um, they're out. The strawberry farmers, their fruit trees, um, all those folks, uh, busy, busy, busy. Freeze watch again for tomorrow morning, so it's possible that we would see freezing temperatures again tomorrow morning, and then after that, we should have a bit of a warm up. Right now, if you're Stepping out the door, 30 in Southern Pines, 34 in Fayetteville, it's 31 in Goldsboro, and 35 in Rocky Mount, it's 27 in Roxboro, and 30 degrees in South Hill. Our 24-hour temperature change is noticeable. It was actually warmer yesterday. Our temperatures are anywhere from 10 to 15 degrees colder than they were this time yesterday. So we're trending colder. The afternoon will feel similar to yesterday with highs in the low to mid-50s. 53 South Hill, 55 Goldsboro, 55 in Southern Pines. But this will be the coolest day of the next seven. Watch this. Our normal high is 64, and we jump to 64 for tomorrow. We'll hold it in the mid-50s on Wednesday, and then look at that. How about some, how about that? Going to go from 55 to 85 on Friday. I don't think we'll complain too much. We're going to add a little bit of rain in the forecast toward the end of the week, and we'll walk you through that coming up in just a little while. So much of the country is seeing temperatures below normal. All those blue colors indicate where temperatures are below normal. But watch this. We're going to see a nice warm-up in the central and eastern parts of the country that begin in the middle of the week and continue into the weekend. Saturday, they're looking at uh, some nice warm temperatures. And beyond that, too, March 25th through the 29th, it looks like we could wrap up the month with at least a good chance of above normal temperatures here while it stays below normal back across parts of the West. Officially the first day of spring, officially the coldest day of the week. Mid-60s Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, 80s and then 70s for Saturday and Sunday. It looks like we could have a quick shower on Saturday. We'll walk through the timeline for that in just a bit. From 50s to 80s in one week. There you go. That's North Carolina. <laughs> Cyclists in Durham are calling for action today. The changes they want city leaders to make to reduce the number of traffic deaths and serious injuries. And the Carolina Panthers are adding a veteran wide receiver to their lineup who has just been added to the roster. 
Cyclists in Durham want the city to do more to protect them on the streets. Advocates from Bike Durham will gather before tonight's city council meeting to talk about the Vision Zero agenda. The goal is to reduce the number of traffic deaths and serious injuries to zero. They want the city to provide annual funding for safety efforts. They also want all existing bike lanes converted into protected lanes. They're calling on the city to find a full-time coordinator for the agenda. In Durham, St. Joseph AME Church hosted a special guest at a service celebrating Women's History Month. Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark of the Justice Department's Civil Rights Division delivered remarks to the congregation Sunday. Clark said her department is on the front lines of the modern day civil rights movement, working to defend voting rights, calling for police accountability and confronting hatred in all its forms. Not easy times, and I know that there is fear and uncertainty in far too many communities across North Carolina and the country. Nevertheless, I firmly believe in the opportunity for progress on civil rights in this country. I reject the defeatist predictions of decline and stagnation. Clark says the Justice Department is working with all 94 U.S. attorney's offices across the country. She says they're forging community partnerships to educate the public and law enforcement about stopping and addressing hate. Carolina Panthers are adding some more firepower to their offense. The team announced the signing of veteran wide receiver Adam Thielen yesterday, a two-time pro bowler who has played in Minnesota his entire nine-year career. Breaking news developments this morning in the effort to prevent a global banking crisis. We'll bring you up to speed as thousands of Credit Suisse jobs right here in the Triangle are in jeopardy this morning. And taking a live look outside in Clinton. It's a chilly start for our first official day of spring. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner will tell us when temperatures will get back up toward the 80s. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one -on -one time with teachers. With class sizes like about 16 per teacher, you can really get that one-on-one -on -one help a lot of students need. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.